Welcome to Talking Water with GMW, where we discuss all things water with some of the most interesting people across GMW and the water industry. In this episode, we chat to Gold Murray Water Infrastructure Delivery Services General Manager, Warren Jose. Warren talks about this year's annual Winter Works program, which takes place each year during the irrigation shutdown. Warren discusses the importance of the $7 million maintenance and capital works program, which sees more than 100 staff putting in thousands of hours maintaining and desilting channels, remodelling channel banks, repairing and refurbishing structures and treating weeds. We'll be releasing new episodes on the first week of every month, so be sure to check back in for more. So welcome to Talking Water with GMW. So I actually wanted to start just by asking you a little bit about yourself first. So can you give us a bit of a rundown of your background and how you came to GMW? Yep, sure. My title here is General Manager Infrastructure Delivery Services and I'm an engineer by background and really coming up to 30 years experience, five, six years based in Europe and a number of companies in Australia. Before I got the role at GMW, I was leading modernisation at Murray Irrigation in Deniloquin, where we invested around $300 million modernising the irrigation network over there, and then joined GMW close on three years ago. Yeah, so you're well over halfway through the annual Winter Works program. Can you just give us a brief overview of this year's program and what's involved? Yep, sure. This year's winter program, we're investing around $6 million in assets and site upgrade works, and that covers desilting, where we remove silt from the channel network, weed treatment, where we're either spraying weeds or we're removing them, plus around $4 million of asset major upgrades. So that's around our bridges, drainage, culverts, regulator structures, etc. So roughly we're investing, you know, six million over the period, so roughly five hundred thousand or half a million dollars a week through this thirteen week period. Yeah, so a crucial part of this irrigation maintenance, as you said, is desilting channels and treating them for weeds. So roughly how many kilometres of channel work has been done and why is this such an important task? Good question. We're busy treating weeds in the network as the weeds, if they grow quite way, can block channel flow. So we're treating around 200 kilometres or spraying 200 kilometres of channel this winter, which is close to 5% of the total network. And we're also removing silt from around 100 kilometres of network as well. So we're investing a lot of time and effort in our weed removal this time around and really hoping that that enhances or removes blockages in the network so that water gets through as and when it's needed for our customers. Yeah, and another activity you're undertaking this year is replacing flume gates. So this is quite a big job, I imagine. Can you tell me how many gates are being replaced and what's involved in that? As many of our listeners would know, flume gates are the integral units that regulate flow through the network. We have 6,000 individual flume gates in the network, and this winter we are either repairing, refurbishing or replacing 
60 of them. That means we're working on 1% of the fleet overall, which is quite a significant number. We're actually replacing 20 that have either reached the end of their lives or have been damaged or significant components like the motors or the gearboxes have been damaged themselves. So it's a a high number of flume gates to work on, 60. We use dedicated teams. We need cranes to lift them in and out. So we don't undertake the work lightly. We try and repair them in place where we can, but where we can't, we lift them out, transport them to our regional workshops and repair them at our workshops. And construction work's also happening on the irrigation assets to extend their life. What are some of those activities, as well as any capital works that are going on? We've got a raft of projects coming through. We have six small works teams, and they're all working on individual projects themselves, which might vary from bridge replacements, channel rebuilding, so largely earth moving, drainage culverts and structures. So... We've got many, many projects across the six teams working east and west, so anywhere between Swan Hill in the west and Shepparton in the east and all the way south to Nagambi, etc. So we are spread out. We have six small teams plus contractors on top. So it's a very busy and geographically spread activity. Yeah, huge. What's sort of the rough number of staff and man hours, would you say? It's a very intensive period of work for us. So for my guys and my teams, this is our busiest period. So on any given day, we would have a minimum of 100 staff in the field working on these capital jobs or or undertaking maintenance. And that's in the order of, say, 4,000 man hours a week with contractors assisting on top of that. So it's a very busy, intense period. And as you can imagine, through the winter, There's only nine, nine and a half hours of daylight a day. So it's a very intense period of time. Yeah. So how do you go about managing such a huge undertaking and what are some of the biggest challenges you've had to face? Yeah, the biggest challenges largely are the geography and managing small teams as they're moving through the network. So it's to be able to support them as and when they complete work, move to the next job. You know, they might need materials, they might need other contractor support. So it's really how to support the guys and their work in the field. That's the biggest challenge. So if you imagine the 100 people to keep moving, to keep working and supporting them, that's the challenge. And to keep them all safe. That's the primary consideration. Mm. So why is this WinterWorks program so important to the GMID? So WinterWorks is important because the irrigation network operates for nine months of the year and through that period we can't access structures that are underwater to repair them or renew them. So it's only when the network is out of service or you know out of season like it is now that we get the chance to then refurbish or replace assets that are normally underwater or through the irrigation season. So that's when we spend six, eight, nine months beforehand planning what is to be done through the winter period. So we spend months and months and months planning the work that is to be done in a 13-week period. So it's the design that has to be finalised. 
We might need approvals from various regulators like environment approvals. All of that has to be done before the network goes off in mid-May for us to be able to start. And that has to occur across multiple jobs, multiple sites, etc. So there's a very large element of planning that goes into winter work activity. And it's an annual challenge to ensure we get that right. Yeah, because you have a very strict time frame between May 15 and August 15 when the irrigation season resumes to do all that work. But obviously that doesn't mean the rest of that nine months you're not doing anything. That's just as important, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And generally we then revert when the season commences to works that are outside the channel network or outside the waterline. So that might be drainage culverts that might not necessarily be submerged and other works that we can do while the system is operating.